Before we go into today's episode, just want to thank and send support and love out to everybody who is currently hashtag speaking out in regards to the abuse that's rampant in the Britrest scene. Just wanted to send our love and say that this episode is dedicated to you guys. Also wanted to mention that we've chosen to signal boost some of the stories that have come out on Twitter over the last few days. We understand that there is varying thoughts on whether people should be retelling stories or whether they belong to the people who made those claims. We've chosen to take a journalistic approach with this. If your story does appear on this show and you wish for it to be taken out, please contact us. Um, We'd be more than happy to do so. Um, but currently we're treating the public domain as the public domain um, and we hope you allow us to do that in order to make sure that as many voices as possible can hear the stories as presented. We will not paraphrase. Every quote is direct. Um, There is no paraphrasing at all, so we are presenting the stories as precisely as we can. Hello, my name's Rich. Didn't expect I was going to be doing an intro like this today, um, but let's crack on. Before we start today's podcast, we wanted to put some important things at the front of this episode. We're not associated with any of the um, following, but we want our listeners to be aware of them, so we'll quickly list a few ways of getting help for some of the more prevalent issues discussed in today's show. Links are in the podcast description. If you believe anyone, including yourself, are experiencing domestic abuse, please call the National Domestic Abuse Helpline on 0808 2000 That's 0808 2000 or find them linked in the topic. If you are concerned for a child or are a child who may be suffering from abuse, please get in contact with Childline on 0800 1111. That's 0800 1111. If you identify as gay, lesbian, bisexual or transgender and wish to talk about anything you are experiencing, please call Switchboard on 0300 330 0630. That's 0300 330 0630 between 10 and 10 every day. All phone operators identify as LGBT+. Suicide is the single biggest killer of men under 45 in the UK and the cause of 18 deaths every single day. The campaign against living miserably or CALM is leading a movement against suicide and mental crisis specifically for men. They are available at thecalmzone.net or their helpline is available nationwide from 5pm to midnight, 365 days a year. That's 0800 58 58 58. That's 0800 58 5858. There are so many more places to get support and so many incredible people out there to help you through anything you're experiencing. Please check out the links in the topic for more and please don't suffer quietly. There are a lot more people out here who want to help and support you than there will ever be who want to hurt you. You are not alone. Due to what has transpired in the last 72 hours on the British indie wrestling scene, today's podcast has an active trigger warning in play. There will inevitably be discussions which detail sexual abuse, self-harm, suicide, paedophilia, bullying, mental health issues, disability shaming, transphobia and racism. If there is a potential for you to be affected by hearing these issues be discussed, we strongly recommend you give this episode a miss. 
Usually, our podcast is a semi-serialized episodic format which blends music, comedy, fiction, pre-recorded production techniques to entertain people and talk about professional wrestling. Today's episode, recorded on the 19th of June, sadly cannot contain any of that but will instead be an open discussion between our two hosts about a currently volatile and emerging story which is unfolding across the British wrestling scene. Due to the timing of these accusations in line with our production schedule, we have had just over 12 hours to look at the news and no time to prepare any forms of interviews or contact, but please feel free to get in contact with ourselves, either through our mailbox at anchor.fm forward slash jfabe or anonymously through Twitter, um, that's at jfabepodcast, our DMs are open right now also please be aware this is an emerging story things may have come to light since we had this episode which may alter the context of some of the things we discuss also please be aware that we will be naming people as we discuss the accusations which have come to light as fans please remember that these are accusations and none of us are able to verify them as anything more than that at this point If you're listening to this podcast over the weekend it drops, you can help by imploring your favourite dirt sheets, wrestling blogs and companies to keep the news cycle as focused on hashtag speaking out as you possibly can. I don't think now's the time to be talking about what's going on in the Seamus and Jeff Hardy feud. We are both fans of this industry. We are not part of this industry. We cannot give you an insider's perspective, so today's discussion will discuss the accusations we are aware of and our reactions as fans, as well as the future of British indie wrestling as we see it. This episode will contain no commercials, and we produce and publish our content for free. With all of that said, my name is Rich. I am a gay, white, cisgendered male. I am at Not a Time Duke on Twitter. Joining me for this discussion is my usual co-host Jay. He is at I am not a robot. That is robot spelt with zeros. Jay, how are you doing today, mate? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what? What? I mean, you sent me a text this morning, yeah. quite early in the morning, saying, "Have you seen this?" Hmm. And I'm just. Slightly disgusted. Slightly, yeah. Just, well, not slightly. Just, just disgusted. Sorry. No, I know exactly what you mean. It's. I mean, we we often say like um, slightly in such a way as if to as if to imply you know we're the exact opposite of that. Um, as it were, we were underplaying for comedic value. This is absolutely fucking ridiculous. Um, I've never known anything like it. I never thought when we started a podcast about wrestling that I would need to put a five fucking minute disclaimer at the front of an episode about British indie wrestling like <sighs> never saw it coming yeah never fucking saw it coming so to to those of you who aren't aware of what's transpired um, if you're not keeping that much track um so it all started with a series of texts um, and Twitter pieces um, in regards to David Starr. Um, if you're not aware, he's a popular indie wrestler, um, multiple-time champion, etc., um, etc. Et <sighs> uh, really good at Twitter. Really good at Twitter, he says. Really fucking good at Twitter. I mean, my my fucking god. Um, so somebody accused him um, 
of sexual assault. Um, this was a user on Twitter called Tory um, going by the hashtag at oh, sorry the um, name at Slay Mysterio. Um, so she had screenshots of combos with Star. Um, some of the things to prove that some of the things she said. Let's show the full thread. Um, so her first statement was that he's a sack of shit who mentally and emotionally and sexually abuses his girlfriends. Um, he kept old screenshots um, from 2016 um, to use against me if I were um, to speak up to make me look angry and crazy. He has folders for several people. Um, I don't mind posting my own screenshot. Here's now an open letter to David Starr. She wrote... Um, Max, that's his real name. I'm so tired of talking about you. I'm so tired in general. It took a long fucking time to get over the trauma of dealing with you. And trust me, I've tried all ways. Anger, sadness, trying to be nice, literally anything. I left Twitter for a year um, to never see your name again. I left wrestling. The only thing that meant anything to me because you shat on it and I hate who I became after you. But I did it. I healed and I came back and I was fine. So why do I have a girl I don't know reaching out to me discuss the shit? You, ways you treat women emotionally, sexually, mentally you rape women and then you gaslight them after I know, you, I know you know you do it because you told people you were scared I would speak up how dare you have the audacity to tell me you don't remember that night in the hotel and then telling your future girlfriends about it that wasn't even the only time you pressured me into sex um, pressured me into sex there we go um you pressured a lot of women into sex, it seems. You're evil and disgusting. I don't want to bring down your career. I have nothing to do with pro wrestling aside from tweets. I don't attend and I will never see you again, so that doesn't matter to me. Plus, it's a pandemic, so it wouldn't even make sense um, if this was about your career. I want you to stop hurting women and I want you to leave me the fuck alone when it comes to your relationships. You can save this for your Victoria folder and read it however many times you need to. Um, so, immediately, obviously, um, the immediate response from a lot of people was um, proof, etc., etc. Um bit of disappointment um from obviously fans of david star um and then david star took out an ad campaign um on twitter he sponsored a tweet he promoted it um by paying to promote it saying i didn't do what victoria is accusing me of i'm not a sexual predator i have been an awful partner um he then went on to publish a letter um, on Twitter, which sadly is a little bit harder for us to get hold of at the moment. Um, I'm trying to get hold of it, um, but it's a bit difficult, if I'm utterly honest. Um, the only real thing I can I can uh, because he's he's deleted all of his Twitter. Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's deleted all of his Twitter. He was he's, he was stripped of all of his titles. Um, so that's I mean, you saw, saw allegedly, but if you're innocent, why would you do that? 
right? Well, yeah. Um, this is from Cultaholic. Several organizations cut tie with David Starr following abuse allegations. Over the past 48 hours, numerous brave men and women have shared their stories of surviving abuse at the British professional wrestling scene and beyond through hashtag speaking out. Um, a Twitter user by the name of Tory shared a story. Um, that was the Tory that you've just heard involving independent wrestler David Starr earlier this week, in which she said David Starr abused her after a relationship end- ended. Um, she shared her story. Several wrestling promotions organizations severed ties with him. OTT Wrestling and TNT Wrestling vacated their world championships. Red Pro also vacated the Southside Championship and Beyond Wrestling have issued a statement saying they will no longer be working with David Starr. We the Independent, the organization co-founded by Starr, have parted ways with the independent wrestler and issued the following statement quote we the independent mission has always been to support and help independent artists particularly those who are victims of abuse and discrimination in light of recent activity on social media we the independent and david Starr, have come to the mutual agreement to relinquish his relationship with the company effective immediately um yeah the whole thing is just even difficult to even put to words now it really is i'm looking at bella keeble um, I'm at Bella Keeble on Twitter uh, once I was drunk and David Starr had sex with me he recorded me on a voice note on his phone and played it back to me the next day to show how embarrassing I was yeah I mean he was allegedly he was allegedly recording people and then blackmailing them into relationships um, after what appeared to be non-consexual sex um it's a little bit, a little bit crazy. Um, I'm just seeing if I can get his full statement. Um, um, so, have we got? I want to see his full statement. Um, okay, to be clear, I'm not a sexual predator, um, but I've been a dickhead to my partners. I'm owning up to that and taking this time to grow. Oh, that's 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 very good of you, mate. Um, I will not go on the offensive. I was a cunt to Victoria. I know I've been emotionally immature dickhead to my partners, Victoria especially. I can't take away the lying and cheating. I can't take away the emotional and mental pain I've caused my partners and myself. I can make sure it doesn't happen again. I've accepted my wrongs, and whatever those consequences are, no excuses, but I am not a sexual predator. I didn't do what Victoria is accusing me of. Um, I'm not a sexual predator. I have been an awful partner. Um, if this is the end of wrestling for me, that's okay. I know I'm not a predator. And it's me think thou dost protest too much. Um, and I know the truth of this situation. I know that I've learned from my wrongdoings. There is no sense in going on the offensive. No matter what I say, I'm the bad guy. No pity party. That's what it is. I'm going to keep working on me so I can be the partner I need for someone someday. Um... Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah. Um, in the same thread, he also kind of wrote to his ex-girlfriend, Victoria, and he said that he had consulted other victims of sexual abuse about grey rape. Um, I, I Again, very much struggling to find a copy of this now, but um, to find his exact words. But um, So grey rape is um, where somebody doesn't say no, um, and doesn't say yes 
Um, and he then has sex with them, um, which is what... Yeah, exactly. I mean, there are consenting actions and there are not consenting actions, but, I mean, grey ra- if you rape somebody, it's rape. You know what I mean? Like, he did mention at one point um, there was there was a text floating around about the Aziz Ansari defence, um, which is, um, again... Season, sorry, um, which is again um, a case of grey rape, um, which is <sighs> yeah, it's um, yeah. How do you how do you put what we're discussing into words? Um, so don't know. Let's let's be more complete with this. Um, so Tori went on anyway. Um, what kind of piece builds a case um, instead of apologising to the girl you hurt? Um, sociopathic serial rapists and abusers. This is Tori Slay Mysterio again. Um, just to be clear, I don't want anything. Um, you want to book him, book him. You like his wrestling, whatever. This is for me because for years, while I was trying to heal, he told me everyone who would listen that I was a crazy liar. Every woman who's dealt with David Starr is tired. I already did come out better. Unfortunately, I'm not the only one with terrible stories. I'm just the only one ready to, to, to post these right now. This is so much harder to do than people think. No one wants to tell the world this shit. It's embarrassing. Um, bear with me. Um... So, he went on to say that he felt, um, so, a text conversation was later revealed um, by Tory saying, uh, between him and another person, um, in which they said, and in regards to this, um, it could happen to you, this is the person who was saying, Victoria ever posted what she sent you? Um, I don't know how mad I'd be. He said, yeah, but I feel pretty confident in my case here. Um, and in that same place, he says, I think the Az- Aziz Ansari thing would help me in this regard because that's the closest comparison there. And mine is even less damage be- damaging because we were dating. So just contact, are you aware of Aziz Ansari? Oh, I'm not, no. So he was a um sorry I'm doing all the talking here but it probably saves you the job. <laughs> so there is that the David Stars was the David Stars case is one that I've I've kind of been looking quite deeply into. Um but yeah so Aziz Ansari um is an American comedian who took a girl on a date um once and she later came back and had an issue with him. Um, he took her back to his house, invited her back to his house, um, and then repeatedly, um, repeatedly sexually came on to her after after various no's, um, and then later tried to excuse himself that he was he was playing hard to get. Um, she he thought she was playing hard to get, and um, you know, if she didn't want to, have to want to have sex with me, then why did she come back to my house? Um, was effectively um, the difference is, of course, that Aziz Ansari did stop, so his case went away. He was a bit shamed by it, but ultimately, she came to his house. 
he repeatedly came onto her. Um, at one point, she bent over to pick something up, and he stood behind her and did the um, doggy style motion. Um, right and pointed towards a mirror and said, doesn't that look good? Um, and that was the point where she said, okay, fuck this, I'm going home. Um, <clears throat> you know, because as far as she knew, she would, they'd just got on really well, and he was just going back to, um, she was just going back to his to have a, glass of, have a bottle of wine and um, watch a film, um, which is fine. If you realise that's where your night's going, that's where your night's going. And that's mm-hmm. fine. We've, we've yeah, done yeah. that. We've all had those kind of dates before where it's like, okay, after after the initial kind of elements of passion are kind of or the or you kind of realize that the spot that's there is more of an intellectual spot than a physical one right so you know you get you, you have these things and you're like okay <laughs> so for this night with this person it's not going that way i don't want it to go that way because this person's clearly not wanting it to go that way either um and you know that's fine. So for that night, you treat that person like your best friend. You know, give them a give them a hug on the way out the door. Call them a taxi. Off they go. You know, and any bloke who's ever had a date um, and isn't a rapist has probably had a night like that at some point. <laughs> you know, it's fairly fair. But that's the difference. Is Aziz Ansari? You know, probably went a bit further than he should, but he stopped at the same time yeah. so yeah. the the two aren't comparable um so yeah after this um and the whole gray rape thing um david Starr deleted all his tweets and then disappeared off twitter forever um which i think is kind of fitting for somebody whose whose thing was as you pointed out really good at twitter um, good at twitter really good at twitter yeah there you go and then the floodgates opened didn't they Floodgates definitely open looking at this. <laughs> so, Mikey Whiplash um, of Fierce Females Wrestling is one of the trainers at Fierce Females Wrestling. I'm going to refer to Wrestling No Context um, Twitter right now, who have forwarded on a statement from a member of the public. I've been approached by a group of women in wrestling who aren't ready to put their names out there yet to make this statement public. Please take the time to read it. Um, You happy for me to continue with this? Yeah, crack on. Fair play. I mean, it's the uh, you were worried this was going to be a hard show, and to be honest, it is going to be a hard show. But at least you're going to be drunk by the time I finish getting through this ridiculous nightmare of a story. So that should make it easier. Um, it's hard for us. Go on. Oh no, I was just saying I don't know. I don't know if it's going to make it easier or not. Well, yeah, but... anyway, that's true. Um, it's hard for us all to watch fierce females and all women's promotion talk about being a safe place for fans and wrestlers alike where many of us have felt decidedly unsafe in the presence of its promoter Mikey Whiplash our experiences all differ in severity but there is a pattern of mental abuse and manipulation that all of us recognise sending unsolicited messages to female trainees and workers making unwanted sexual advantage both by messaging in person emotionally manipulating, gaslighting female workers and even becoming physically violent to a number of women many of us have been bullied and belittled feeling like we're walking on eggshells at a show because we couldn't dare make him angry some might ask why we continued to stay silent about this or why we continued to work for the company many of us 
have been afraid to say anything, afraid that we would not be believed, that our bookings would be taken from us or that we would be blacklisted by companies. The boys protecting the boys mentality stopped us from feeling that we even had a voice. Even now, with so many brave women coming forward to talk about their experiences, we are still terrified of the consequences. That is the influence of these experiences. It is uncomfortable and still there will be women who don't believe us and that is your choice. Um, so I'm starting to see a bit of a pattern here um, that effectively um, it seems to be it seems to be quite a quite a boys club I suppose is the best way to put it um, there's a lot of kind of sexual pressure and women are still I mean, treated you, you very much like Harvey Weinstein yeah because essentially this is just the same thing yeah um, I mean anybody who has power in these kind of situations and let's be honest most of the bookers are men um there's this kind of old boys old boys club mentality um, clearly quite prevalent people in are putting their trust in those people and they're abusing mm. that power yeah um, so let's talk about the law for a minute at least um, in this country just because I want to contextualise this for any American listeners um, so first off the, the legal age of consent in the UK is 16 um, so that just kind of gives you an idea of that there is an exception to that and that is um, when that person is in a position of trust um, so when, when a person is in a position of trust um, and are over the age of 18 they should not engage in sexual um, contact with somebody under the age of 18 um, now the law itself specifically um, mentions coaching positions um, PE teacher positions um clubs like the scouts um or or any other equivalents um teachers private tutors university professors and things like that so there is that um in regards to so just skipping ahead in the timeline a bit you mentioned earlier um in our private conversation you mentioned what's his name the ring announcer justin roberts justin roberts um who he had a conversation um, that's been published or a conversation had been published by a user um, in regards to Justin Roberts um, in which he seemed to be soliciting um, a 17-year-old girl for pictures. Um, now, most states in America have laws against travelling specifically um, or communicating specifically with people under the age of jurisdiction in that state. So, for instance, here in the UK, the legal age of consent is 16. In New Mexico, for some absolutely absurd reason, the legal age of consent is 13. Um, that's absolutely insane. That is absolutely insane. Um, in... That's New Mexico, by the way. The real Mexico's up at 17 um, because America. Um, <laughs> um, and um, the legal age of consent in Spain, for instance, is 14. Um, now, some of these are, sometimes, sometimes these differences can be cultural. Um, you know, I'm not saying that it's always right or similar, but some cultures treat sex differently um, and... You know, 
that may be how they are, but it is still okay. illegal. Um, I mean, you so may c completely disagree. Robert's story, and yeah. it's by a user at Daniel Ryan. Okay, yeah. Um, so I've held on to these for a long time. I felt ashamed, and like somehow it was my fault. I was 17, naive, had never been spoke to such a manner. To in such a manner, it makes me so uncomfortable looking back at it now. Legal or not, a man in his 30s has no right to talk to a teenager. So, certainly in Justin Roberts' case. Um, anyway, why I wanted to mention the... Um, why I wanted to mention the age of consent is many states, as well as the UK, um, definitely the EU, prohibit you from communicating with somebody under the age of your jurisdiction. So if I had a text conversation with somebody who was of legal sexual age in Spain, but wasn't legal sexual age here, um, of that nature, I would still be breaking the law. Likewise, going to... Um, traveling for the sense of sex tourism or anything like that is also considered illegal, which basically means um, going interstate. Now, in America, the federal law says that if you travel interstate or to another country in order to have sex somebody who was under the age of consent in the state you came from, then you are subject to those laws. Um, so, either way entirely right he shouldn't be having that type of content contact with somebody of that age it's inappropriate for a start um there's no there's there'd be if the thing is if he was if he was in the uk and he was just a ring announcer for a uk promotion he was a resident of the uk then legally speaking um it wouldn't be as much of an issue um, and I'm not saying that's I'm not sitting anywhere on the morals on that I'm just saying what the law is like legal and moral doesn't mean the same thing perhaps if this is as abhorrent to people as it clearly is because I mean I'm disgusted by it you're disgusted by it then maybe maybe it is time to kind of review those age of consent laws um, and make them kind of more universal or, or what a position of trust is because a celebrity a wrestler should be in a position of trust if you're a fan going to a show if you have to pay to see somebody if you're their effective customer I mean is that not a position of trust do you not have a duty of care of I do yeah. have a duty of care but clearly yeah, I, I allegedly definitely. these wrestlers do not care about that well if you attended a show for instance and um, you went to congratulate and was being groped <laughs> by a referee Allegedly, at the Allegedly. Age of 16, 17, by referee so, Paz. Yeah, we are going on to Mark Paz Parry, who's been. Um, he's had quite a few allegations against him. Um, so. Lucha there, Paz. Yeah, I Luch feel a little bit sick now. <laughs> It kind of makes me feel a bit sick because he was he was one of my favourite ref um, one of my favourite referees um, in, in the British scene. Um, I thought his performances were great. I really liked his way of um, his way of engaging with fans. Um, so Gracie Lou Freebrush, um, Miss Orca Betty, um, 
stated, it's hard to speak out, but I no longer have anything to lose. I'm not the only one who's had issues with at referee Paz. I've spoken with at least two other women about this. Sending unsolicited dick pics is bad enough, but when you have a pregnant wife, I'm glad he's retiring. Um, and then to top it off, Scott Murrin, that's um, Scott Murrin, um, who is at scott underscore murrin um 21 wrestling and superheroes um is what he effectively enjoys um all on his twitter i've given a lot of thought about whether i was going to put this on the timeline or not but seeing other people come forward about this person makes me feel like i can i can and hopefully me doing so will give others the courage to come forward as well um, if they've had similar experiences. Mark Paz Parry groped me multiple times at every show I saw him at when I was 18 slash 19. I never thought much of it back then. I just thought it was a bit weird, but with other people saying he's harassed them as well, it definitely makes me uncomfortable now looking back at it. It's <sighs> uninvited groping. You know? Um, it's not right. <laughs> like it's just not acceptable no it's not it's definitely not uh, this goes on though um, Ross Watson um, Tony Shivers Natalie Sykes accused Ligero. Um sorry um, Tony Shivers um, accused Stephen Hughes um PBW owner Ross, Wobson, Robson, um, Ross Watson has been accused of sexting and pursuing underage girls. And this is where things are starting to get really kind of dark. As this kind of went on, there seemed to be a clear... <sighs> but then we get to Alex Shane. Alex now, Shane. This, this guy, uh, FCW in the UK, he was... a prominent part of building the UK scene again mm. so he is the reason why we have probably have progress in Rev Pro or had progress in Rev Pro mm. but then he allegedly got a girl who was 15 year old drunk and had sex with her allegedly <sighs> do we have the um... oh yeah Alex Shane there we go let's just quickly get that quote up just to make sure that we've um Okay, so I'm going to have to, again, read all of this um, verbatim, aren't I? Just to qualify what you just said. So, allegedly, yes, Sarah Kuma too. Um, what I have to say, what I'm about to say is the toughest thing I've ever tried to do, but I feel like I owe it to my sister to hashtag speak out. Um, during my years at FWA, my sister began training to be a wrestler and was taken under the wing of Alex Shane, who would often get her to be a runner for him on show days and will continue to provide her with alcohol throughout. My sister was only 15 when she started training. Sadly, there are no screenshots or conversations for me to refer to as it was so long ago. So rather than try to pad this out, I went, I we'll get straight to the point after shows and on nights out often with his good friend steve linsky alex would ensure that my sister was too drunk to get home and would get her to sleep at his flat alex would have sex with my 15 year old sister and take polaroid photographs of her naked when he did these photographs then formed part of a collection that he and the rest of the people involved who were privy to it called the wall of shane 
I only have these stories from things that my sister told me and from stuff that was talked about with my sister to other old school wrestlers who all knew what was going on. Um, this collection ha probably had a hundred or more different young girls in it and the vast majority of them were completely intoxicated at the time of it being taken. No one has ever dared speak out against Alex despite so many people knowing all about this. People who worked for FWA and for 1PW. It was a running joke apparently. My sister took her own life five years ago, and although I'm not directly blaming what she went through with Alex for being the reason, I know in my heart it was a contributing factor for sure, and it played her for her entire life. Alex Shane at least... Alex Shane owns at least two, if not three, promotions in the UK still, and always manages to worm his way into anything positive so that he can bleed it dry. I spoke out on Twitter earlier about him and his acts, and within minutes, despite never having met... Or heard of me, Alex liked one of my tweets in an attempt to manipulate me into staying quiet and let me know that he was seeing what I had put. Alex Shane has gotten away with this for almost 20 years and he has bred this culture that we are seeing today. When will people finally stand up and make him accountable? Thank you for reading. Like I said, he was a prominent part in building the UK scene again. And he's mm. abusing his power allegedly, mm. and allegedly, what yeah. he's done is disgusting. Allegedly, yeah, what he's allegedly done is disgusting. Um, definitely, I mean, I don't know though. It just, I, it just makes me I mean, angry. We can talk. It just, yeah. <laughs> what like, else is there to say? It's fucking ridiculous. I mean, how much more should, do we want to go through this and read it? Because it's all of it is wrong. Yeah. Um. So on the back of all of this, um, on the back of all of this, obviously some. Um, I think what we should Some do people, is, is go through the names yeah. of the people, really, that's been, been listed. Um, because the stories are just they're just too much, to be fair. Yeah. Um, I mean, we can... Yeah, we can do that. Um, so... Natalie Wilde has accused Thomas Griffiths of being abusive and manipulative throughout their relationship. Um, Vicky Haskins has accused Brian Dixon of ordering cameramen to shoot creep shots of female wrestlers without their knowledge. Yeah. Um, I, you are right. I mean, going through everything, it's just... It's just exhausting. I mean, we've we've gone in depth on four, maybe five yeah. here, and there's currently there's nearly seventy of these um, people who apparently are um, on a list with verified, confirmed witness statements. Um, not all of them have been released, um, but there is there is a woman who is currently working with victims to try and um, get it all as far as far along as she possibly can. That's Leanne Marie 
Um, that's Leanne Marie Ress. Um, also, Matthew Gregg of Botchmania is signal boosting stories of victims on his Twitter account and Expose Wrestling's Twitter are also boosting stories. Um, we've got we've got plenty more to go through, um, yeah. but I'm just going to li- one more Millie McKenzie gonna, and her story yeah. with Travis Banks. Millie McKenzie. So. Travis Banks. Um, yeah, I mean, this is Jordan Devlin. Yeah. Um, let's see if we can get Jordan Devlin. People who oh, should be the future of the industry. Um, let's see if we can get Jordan. Um, Jordan Devlin accusations. Um, Just trying to get those Jordan Devlin. Um, both Jordan Devlin and Travis Banks have been suspended by Progress Wrestling. Um, their accusations oh, um, I'm currently it, searching for. Yeah, WWE have, have released a statement about them um, in particular. Um, it's just so much. There's just so fucking much of it. Um, Trevor Lee, Rich One. David Starr, Teddy Hart, AAW Promotion Not Safe, Joey Ryan, Tessa Blanchard, Sammy Callahan, Briscoe is up to Del Rio. Yeah. Um, so. Oh, fuck. I'm, I'm just losing my thread. There's just so that. much going on. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's there's plenty of lists that are being published um, right now. Um, Jordan Devlin is uh, is one of them. Um, Jimmy I'm trying Jimmy to find the direct. So yeah, I'm I'm in trouble finding him. So I won't I won't go directly into his story yet until I do Briefly, find it. I'll, I'll continue on the list. So. Will Ospreay um, and B Priestley apparently ran someone out of the business um, after they tried to reveal that one of his mates raped her. Um, Pyro has been accused of sending inappropriate messages to a 14-year-old girl, Paul. 14-year-old. Allegedly, um, this is Guy Adams. I'm not going to go straight into the story. Um, I would. I would. If we had forever. Um, Paul Littlewood, who's been accused of impregnating an underage girl. Debbie Keitel accused ICW employee Alexander Dean of manipulating and harming her during training after turning down his sexual advances. Um, Millie McKenzie um, indeed detailed her um, sexual relationship um, with Travis Travis Banks. Um, so very scary doing this. I'm going to go with Millie McKenzie um, at Millie McKenzie zero. Um, sure. Very, yeah, um, very scary doing this. But I don't want anyone else to have to go through what I did. Things need to change. Hashtag speaking out. Um, things didn't end with Jake. I began training under Travis Banks when I was 17. We had a secret 
one-year relationship. Um, you'll notice that that was she was 17, as I mentioned earlier. As her trainer, he had a duty of care to her, um, and there should be legal consequences to that, in which he wouldn't speak to me or be near me in public in case anybody would find out. He cheated on me multiple times in front of my face and was horrible to me. He had a massive effect on my mental health and self-confidence. I hated wrestling and the person I became when I was with him. I hope that speaking out movement actually creates changes as the wrestling industry so desperately needs it um so on the back of that wrestling life 001 um and um yeah he shouldn't um yeah so like train some women get my way in might get my dick wet. What a dickhead. Allegedly. A dickhead. Allegedly a dickhead. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's there's so much more with this. Holly Barlow accused Xander Cooper of manipulation and Abel Stevens of harassment. Sierra Loxton. Okay, oh, this was a this was a ridiculous one. Um so after the David Starr thing, Jack Sexsmith um posted um, on his timeline that he hated David Starr um, and immediately um, was responded to by a Sierra Loxton um, at Sierra Loxton on Twitter. Last year I stayed over at my friend's house in London. We were travelling to a show next day together so it was easier than me to go back to hers. Jack Sexsmith invites us over to his house for a few drinks. At the time I was speaking to this boy and was talking about how much I liked him. We went to the kitchen for a few more drinks and then he started grabbing me, touching my waist, trying to kiss me. At this point I was like, this isn't right. We went into the living room and he was basically sat on my lap, still trying to kiss me and I was moving away. He went for a shower and then messaged me asking to share a bed with him when I was literally pulling away from anything he was doing. I was so scared but we couldn't go home because we were too worried to drive. I had to ask my friend to stay in the same room as me. I've never been more scared in all my life and I truly hope no one ever has to experience this. Um, that was yeah um, Jack Sexsmith there. Um, further allegations then came out after that Um he mentally abused and gaslit me for months when I was about to travel to meet him he asked for news I didn't want to but he kept pressing this is again Sierra um, Loxton by the way um using my depression against me making me believe that no one else would want me so I sent him a few pictures head cut off so that I still felt safe found out that he showed people um, and called me his next hit he got me drunk we had sex I didn't say no but I didn't say yes um, since I'm not a wrestler or remotely in the wrestling scene I didn't speak out but after seeing everyone being so brave um, to pe call people out in the past few days I feel like I could um, yeah, on the back of that delightful tale, Josh Bodham um, was then accused of raping a 13-year-old girl. Um, it just goes on. It's still there, Jay. So, me and Jay are going to go for a quick break, and we will be back shortly.
yeah um welcome back um we've just had a break because this is not easy listening it's not easy reading um i understand um that if you're on your way to work right now or just this isn't something that you've had any kind of idea is going on then this is this is an episode that's really from left field um as you can tell it's physically tiring me and jay um and we're not even we're not even a third of the way through what's happening here um i don't think we're going to be able to cover absolutely everything um but i think we're doing our best to just go through everything as we see it and continue to just register our disgust and the reason that we're doing that really is just because we can't talk about wrestling and the product and whether AEW was good or NXT was good or um, you know what's going to happen when when so and so debuts tonight or doesn't debut tonight and all of that kind of shit we can't do that while this is the top story we can't do we yeah we had we had episode we had a whole episode planned um we've had to push that back we don't know how far we've got to push that back um because we don't Probably know how long well bits and pieces can still happen but the content of it would be different the content of it would have to be different and everything that we we have to do going forward has to has to be seen in the lens of this and that's that's difficult especially considering what what it is that we got into this to do and what we enjoy doing about this sometimes this show has been really silly and been really kind of it's it's taken that south park humor kind of bent and you know i've 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 done voices and parody and Jay's Jay's done parody and we've both played numerous characters throughout this series. Jay usually plays himself um but in a different universe. <laughs> <laughs> um that's a different character, right? <laughs> yeah, no, it is it is. It is. Um the current storyline that we were working on you are gonna play a reaction. lot of different I'm sure it's all about my reactions. It mostly is. It mostly is. Your reactions are often golden. And we can't do that thing that we love right now because there is no fiction we can create that could ever encapsulate the pure disgust that we are feeling right now um, and the pure insanity of what is happening on the real wrestling scene and in many ways if this doesn't kill British wrestling this is a quote from Donald Draper of WrestlingSoup.com by the way, absolutely fantastic show Um, but if this doesn't kill British wrestling no, no the exact quote was this won't kill British wrestling, but if nothing changes, it should. And that's the sad thing. Yeah, because no, I, I have agree to with completely that. agree with that. Um, because this is 
Fucking ridiculous. Um, Natalie Wilde has accused Thomas Griffiths of being abusive and manipulative throughout their relationship. Um, Vicky Haskins, yeah, that was the creep shots one. Um, Wolfgang Young has been accused of being emotionally abusive and having received pictures from schoolgirls. Um, that's Everybody's friend Wolfgang Amy Alonzi accuses Progress Tag Team Champion Scotty Davis of physical and emotional abuse. Um, Jimmy Havoc's ex has detailed a turbulent and emotionally abusive relationship, um, and also alleges the rape of a woman who has been who has reached out of her since this situation um, blew up. Um, Again, this these are unverified witness statements, obviously, and I I I have to kind of lay that out. Um, but there is a definite. I'm not going to go into yet another story of this. Um, I'm, let's move on. Jack Gallagher has been accused of aggressively making unwanted sexual advances on a woman um, as. I am not 100% um, sure how to deal with that one. This so, and um, again, all I can do Did is you read. That these guys and the Gero. Um, so there's El Gero um, as well. He's been mentioned. Um, I'm going to go for the Jack Gallagher one. Um, Jane Jane Bakaibu, um who is posting on Twitter. Um, I never thought this would be something I would say publicly, but I want others to know they never need to be ashamed and should feel like they can tell their stories. On New Year's Eve 2014, I attended a house party and Jack Gallagher, gentleman Jack Gallagher, was there. Jack got me drunk. While I acknowledge that I'm an adult and can make my own decisions, he was literally pouring straight spirits into my glass, putting it to my mouth and telling me to drink. When I would make myself a drink, he would add more alcohol when my glass was unattended. I thought I was in a safe environment and didn't need to shield my glass. Jack asked me to sit on his lap. I said no. He then sat on my lap and made advances. The entire time I expressed that I was not comfortable, um, but I also didn't want to make a scene. In hindsight, I should have. At the end of this evening, I went to the bathroom. Jack barged into the room. I immediately stood up and tried to pull my... And I immediately stood up and tried to pull my skirt down. Jack grabbed me um, and he pulled at my... Sorry, it's just gone on to another page. Um, Jack grabbed me and he pulled at my skirt. He pulled so hard he ripped my skirt. I managed to push him away and I left the room. I then immediately left the party. I spent years afterwards downplaying this story, trying not to cause any issues. I'm not going to be silent any longer. Um... Yeah, um, many uh, on a positive note, many wrestlers have stepped forward um, and tweeted their support. Pete Dunn, um, Tegan Knox, um, Biggie, um, and yeah, yeah. the rest of the New Day, Xavier Woods as well. Um, Evil Uno um, of the Dark Order particularly as broken character to reveal that when he was 14 he was forced to wrestle in his boxes by his trainer um, 
from when he was 14. Yeah. Um, I believe that was seen as a punishment um, of some kind to try and humiliate him in front of his peer group. Um, one, uh, one thing that has... Um, this is a Callum Newman, um, Prince of Pace CN, who's a young up-and-coming indie wrestler. Um, haven't seen much of him. Um, looks like a lot of his work is um, local backyard based stuff um, so this is a statement that's uh, so with wrestlers showing their strength and showing their experience I found a little bit of courage to show mine so I started wrestling very young and I was easily brainwashed into believing everything I was told that had to do with wrestling at this promotion and now I know longer wanted to be associated with it due to everything that happened to me the head trainer used to slap my butt multiple times during training sessions when my parents briefly gone to get some food or when they were getting my brother from the swimming pool next door and told me it was lad banter or it's what happens in wrestling around this time i was 12 i had to shrug it off feeling very uncomfortable because i was told i would only ever be able to wrestle for them and at this point, I decided I wanted wrestling to be my life, and this happened a few times. The promoter would be laughing along with him while he did it. Another time, after a show packing away the ring, I was alone and walking to my parents, who was talking to the promoter at the front of the venue, and I was with the ring van at the back. And as I was leaving, the trainer came running up behind me, and as a 13-year-old child, he thought it was very funny to run at me i felt it was like a game of tag he then caught me grabbed my penis laughed and walked off like nothing happened um yeah his, his full statements available on the twitter that i mentioned there earlier um it's just more and more everything is not okay that is not what you do that isn't um so obviously a lot of independent promotions have been kind of pressed to kind of talk about this um one that's always kind of been close to our heart um as it's really been a promotion that has um that really opened our eyes in a lot of ways to british um independent wrestling and the amazing amazing products um that are available um is of course progress wrestling who have been pressed to make um statements so i kind of want to just focus on them for a, for a little bit if you don't mind um me just indulging me there david lloyd um dl smiler um 12 hours ago um at time of recording he posted um about a few issues with jimmy havoc over the years this was the first one back in 2014 after the first thunder bastard show i regret not going to the police and i'm still annoyed by progress's response um and he connects an email um that he sent on the 28th of July 2014 to Progress Wrestling. Hi guys, brilliant show yesterday, my first one, thoroughly enjoyed it. Went to the World's End afterwards, great to see all the guys from the show there later on as well. However, I saw Jimmy Havoc at the bar, simply said, great match to him, and he punched me in the face. 
as you might have seen, I've asked Havoc why he did this last night on Twitter today, and he can't remember the incident. I've called the pub, and they do have CCTV. I'm in two minds whether or not to report this to the police. To be honest, I'm not happy with the incident, but I don't want the headache of going to the Met. I just wanted to make you guys aware of the incident, really put a downer for what was a top show, um, and after beers. Many thanks. Progress Wrestling's response. Um... Hi David, thanks for the email and I'm glad you enjoyed the show. While I can fully see that being punched in the face by anyone isn't a pleasant experience, as I'm sure you can appreciate, once the event is over, Progress is not responsible for the actions of anyone associated with the company as a performer or support crew. Talent are not contracted to us in that way, they are independent wrestlers. From your description it sounds as if Jimmy was trying to protect his character, but had a bit too much to drink. That's not an excuse, merely an observation of how it looks from here. If you want to report it, you're entirely at liberty to do so. I will be calling Jimmy Havoc this evening to find out what happened, and where appropriate, we will take the necessary disciplinary steps. Um, after that, I believe Jimmy Havoc continued to um, go on to become the longest reigning Progress Wrestling Champion um, to date. When they built the... Well, built Progress, basically. Yeah. So, Progress have been pressed for a statement the, the today. Um, That's where they kind of shot into the line. Especially... Yeah. Um, him and him and Big Will. Big Will. Who um, also tried to run somebody out of the business um, for trying to report a rape, um, allegedly, and has gone incredibly silent on Twitter over the last couple of hours um, progress wrestling wanting to have a go at him but yeah well uh, there's, there's a reason Seth Rollins hasn't picked it up um, and I have a feeling that that's going to come f come out fairly fucking soon right um, allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> but do you not feel that in two minds I mean, two minds brothers not? keep my progress subscription or not because clearly the product is quality but, <sighs> but everyone that's run through there is pretty much on this list said. anyone that's particularly that big mm. on yeah. this list I mean so let's let's quickly go to their two statements about this um, so the first statement now I want to kind of I want to kind of mention um, that this first statement, it was updated at 5.40pm today. However, previous to this, the name was different. It's currently down as Statement Regarding Abuse Allegations in British Wrestling. When it was originally posted, the name of the this statement was The Darkest Timeline. Now... I don't know how aware you are of that as a phrase. Um, familiar with it? Mm. The darkest timeline? Uh, no. No, actually. 
So the darkest, so the darkest timeline um, is a joke from the Dan Harmon um, comedy community, um, in which the um, one of the most popular characters, Arbed, who is suffering from ADHD, he equates everything to television. And the darkest timeline is an alternate universe in the comedy world of this show where all of the darkest people live and throughout the series it cuts away um to this running joke of the darkest timeline where as it goes on more and more terrible things are happening um every now and then in the show Arbed will say hmm this seems really dark i wonder what's happening in the darkest timeline and then it will shut and one of them will be on trial for it'll cut to that and one of them will be on trial for murder um on the darkest timeline and that's the joke effectively Okay. This isn't one of your fucking show titles, Progress. This isn't a fucking meme. How fucking ridiculous. You're making a fucking community reference when you're talking about allegations of fucking rape and abuse. Yeah. People's lives. Yeah. Oh, well, it's, it's, it's not real rape. We're just on a fictional darkest fucking time fuck you progress wrestling fuck you for that that's not cool um the last couple of days feel like a watershed moment for the yeah go on. clearly just saying well that seems like they knew what was going on yeah it's like this is the darkest timeline where we got found out And there is that one name um, you don't want to see on there. You may find that it goes on. Yeah. But obviously we can't say that name. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, we can't. But at the moment, if, if we look at the bottom of, of Reddit, uh, saying that no more names will be named because it may affect the integrity of the case. Cases. Yeah, so... So anything that's been named at the moment is probably just going to find that'll be it at the moment. Yeah, I think... Until it's all. I think until until the only thing that can happen now to kind of further this is more people coming out um, with their own stories and their own accusations. Um, which, I mean, judging by Twitter at the moment, um, let's just pop it in um, hashtag speaking out. Um, speaking out. Um, so, West Yorkshire Police have confirmed to the BBC that they are carrying out initial inquiries in regards to this. Um, but yeah, there's still there's still statements going on now um, on this. So we could we could see still more names be added to this these accusations. Um, over the next few days you probably mornings will be added yeah I think uh, well I mean the public and then we'll be coming back on here speaking about it again we'll have to we'll have to what else can we fucking do like I said before we can't ignore it so that would be something we would yeah um Jim Cornette one. Jim Cornette. 
Jim Cornette apparently, pre- um, apparently, allegedly pressured male wrestlers into sleeping with his wife while he watched. While he was the head booker of OVW. Um, so, just just want to loop back around to progress and just go through their statement um, in regards to all of this. Because, as you've mentioned, several people did go through progress on this list. Hopefully, that's the last of progress wrestling um and they'll distance themselves from this entire affair i can't see that happening i think i i said to you earlier privately but i i think that this is the tip of the iceberg i think this is this is this is rot that extends through the entire fucking industry at this point uh how something like this can go on for so long um the last co- this is this is progress wrestling's um, statements the last couple of days feel like a watershed moment for the british wrestling scene stories being bravely told about the abuse that has been suffered within the wrestling business are heartbreaking and eye-opening we stand with you and we hear you so please keep speaking out we have spent today consulting with trusted colleagues within the wrestling business about how we can improve our work environment and make it safer for all involved talent crew and fans these have been incredibly positive discussions and we are excited to getting to work to make them a reality it will take time but as a wrestling community we can clean this scene up and make it better and safer from a personal perspective where the victim friend casual acquaintance or colleague no one should feel guilty for not seeing the signs of abuse the nature of the abuser is that they are adept at hiding in plain sight so if i email you um progress wrestling and say that one of your talent punched me in the face is that not a clear sign of abuse well clearly it is but clearly they don't care yeah um as a company we have consistently removed obscene and abusive fans with the aid of our production crew we have a band list which gets circulated to all venues in which we work so that even if someone on that band list gets a ticket indirectly security won't let them through the door we've been in business for eight years now as is to be expected over the course of that time there have been incidents between fans and very occasionally between wrestlers and fans where possible action has been taken where appropriate and where a criminal offense may have been committed we have advised people to take the matter to the police these approaches will be reviewed and extended with additional support pathways progress doesn't have anyone under contract everyone who works for the company is freelance what this means in practice is that when they're on the clock for us we are ultimately responsible for what they do once they've left the building they're an adult and responsible for their own behavior Thank you for reading. As of this month, we are taking steps to diversify our core team and wider circle of those with whom we consult, and we will learn from this watershed moment. If you've been a victim of abuse, here are some links that you may find helpful. Cheers, progress. Thanks for that. Oh, so heartfelt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, lovely. Um, this is the same company who took... This is the same um, company that we have done podcasts on and call it Procast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Uh, it's, it's just mind-blowing. This is the same company that t- took 72 hours to tweet, racism is bad. <laughs> racism is bad. Is it that fucking hard? <laughs> I 
Um, further to our statement made earlier today, um, there is an update regarding specific allegations and current roster members. David Starr will no longer be working for Progress. Mark Paz Parry will no longer be working for Progress. Travis Banks will be suspended indefinitely. Jordan Devlin will be suspended indefinitely. The tag team titles have been vacated. Scotty Davis will be suspended indefinitely. We take these allegations extremely seriously. Those under suspension will have their situation reviewed periodically between now and events starting again. Oh, I bet that's... I bet that's... Yeah... I'm not even going to comment. We will continue to monitor and listen to the speaking out movement so that we can take appropriate action where fucking necessary. That's um, progress wrestling there. So are they... That's the big fuck you, really. Are they independent contractors? Or... Are they suspended? Because on one page, you're saying they're independent contractors. Once they left the building, then that's on them. And then on the next page, you're suspending people for relationships they have outside of your building. So are you just doing the bare minimum in order to make sure that you come out of this with fans and customers? Progress Wrestling. I have no problem putting that question to them. No fucking problem at all. This is not something that can just be when we when we drop this as well. Yeah, this is this is this is fucking progress. Yeah, um, like fuck it is. One of those. This is not something that's just going to disappear because you sack a few people. Um, that's not. This is a systemic problem. This is a problem with the entire fucking industry. You black, you blackboard people, and just on the back of that, um, give me thirty seconds. Give me thirty seconds. I've got a response to that. Um, let's have a look. God damn it. Timeline's just so full of fucking awful, awful, awful people doing awful fucking things that I can't even find the one that I was just looking at. Regardless, um, there is a female wrestler who um, claims that after she made allegations against Jimmy Havoc um, to do with her relationship, Ginny then um, blackballed her and started pissing around with management, and that's that's something that apparently happened um, and made sure that she didn't get booked again. So, allegedly. So, yeah. What are you going to do with your subscription, Jay? That is the question. Because at the moment, yeah. I mean, I feel like that deleting it, um, getting rid of it, just fucking not watching progress ever again. At this point, I don't feel like watching wrestling at this, and moment, it's a sh- this moment ever again. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, what's this podcast going to be about? It'll just be sci-fi all the way. (laughs) (laughs) It'll have to be, because... 
reality is fucking ugly right now. Um, and the future is bleak for the wrestling industry yeah, as a whole at the um, moment. It really is. And my, my concern is is that... Like, some of the... The people who clearly are passionate about this industry... Like, some of the great... I feel I'm now torn because it's the mixture of great wrestlers who have done amazing things for this industry, people like Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate, um, and I know that Tyler Bate's name became controversial earlier today, but it soon disappeared. Um, the reason being, well, I don't know, it's still an emerging story, but I like to hope that for now, presently at 22.34... Um, British time, British summer time, at nine on the nineteenth of the sixth, twenty twenty, right at this very minute. Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate have seemingly performed admirably. Trent Seven. Um, I've I've been given no reason to deny <laughs> that. Um, <laughs> I, I, yeah, but I suppose my frustration is they had what was considered what what I consider one of the greatest wrestling matches of all fucking time um, at Unboxing Live 2018 as the main event. I, I want that I want to keep that I want that but you're making it so fucking hard progress that one match and being able to go back to it whenever the fuck I want and just marvel at its sheer incredible workmanship the the beauty and the pace and the the storytelling that happened in that match makes me consider that if somebody asked me top five wrestling matches of all time I would struggle between that and Triple H Undertaker Hell in a Cell Wrestlemania um, tw- um, 28 I would struggle because for storytelling it's the best one on one match I've ever fucking seen um, the subtlety the nuance the uh, the way that they played with kayfabe throughout Pete Dunne's performance was like nothing I have ever fucking seen before and it earned Progress Wrestling, me being subscribed to Progress Wrestling now for well over a year that one match I mean the rest of the body of work that all of those great wrestlers have put on is great Um, but for me People ask me what the greatest wrestling match of all time is. That would one on one, I would hands down say that was the one. And because of this, and because of the systemic rot, and progress is complete and utter by the numbers response. The fact that they clearly, clearly are sticking their head in the stand and staying the fuck out of the way, and hiding under this, we're independent contractors because why? Because Daddy, because Daddy Helmsley told you that that's the best way to defend yourself against bullshit. It's twenty twenty. It's not going to work forever. But the fact that I have to give that company that money in order to have that, it's 
frustrating. But then I look at it and think, if the atrocities that have been caused by Saudi Arabia um, can be overlooked for me to continue to pay for WWE Network, then I'm just as much of a hypocrite. Why is your... Why is your product so fucking rotten? And this goes out to Progress, this goes out to WWE, this goes out to AEW. Why is your product so fucking rotten that I feel guilty fucking paying for it? And why is nobody in this company, in these companies that take billions, absolutely billions... Um, in Progress's case, it's probably not billions, but it's a fair amount. Why are they so incapable of just implementing standardised working practices to protect the workers and the people who actually make them fucking money? Well said. Well said. Yeah. I, as a consumer, should not have to make those kind of decisions. I shouldn't. I shouldn't have to... That shouldn't be passed on to me as a consumer. And... I think what a lot of people are finding now that they're being given time to reflect in the Western world is they're, they're now realising the amount of times they have to compromise their own morals in order to get the products that they want. And a lot of people aren't happy in finding this across a lot of fucking industries. But of every single fucking industry that I've ever paid for, been involved in, absolutely anything, the one that makes me most ashamed at the moment is fucking wrestling. And these kind of comments do not these kind of these kind of transparent attempts to placate the masses and hope that it will all just enter back into that wrestling news cycle is and and go away is one of the reasons why I get so frequently disgusted with it as an industry and the the journal the the dirt sheets don't always help either because they're you know full well that already the dirt sheets can't wait to get rid of this and move on to move on to oh what will what will they be wearing in the next season of final bellas and when can you when can you see the hashtag amazing match between two cunts I've never fucking heard of and two and five live one of them's probably Jack Gallagher anyway <laughs> um, but <laughs> <laughs> but not to cut you off you know, I mean, but 20 yeah. minutes ago Laguerre at Laguerre 1 has replied saying this is something I strongly deny and it's something I've been impressed of speaking to a legal team about and that is it okay um, have we talked about Laguerre I don't really I don't yeah, think we actually have talked about the story story that's well yeah, keep saying story. Hmm. Um, what do we know about the Alagiro story? Um, so, from what I can gather from what was said, um, he was telling a student that she had daddy issues and he was a father figure. Allegedly saying that okay um me to do to see a lot of the news stories about this are in Spanish um do you google translate out 
It's a good job I never did a Spanish voice, isn't it? <laughs> Although if, I, well. if we had a Spanish character on this, if if we had a Spanish character on this show, then maybe he could translate for us. But <laughs> we don't, so. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we don't yeah. reach that god. Um, <laughs> that's true. Uh, um, that is true, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as we already well I don't know maybe no I'm not even going to spitball that on, on the air that's probably not good uh, <laughs> <laughs> as we already mentioned here on Super Fights this is Super Fights um, through Google Translate Travis Banks El Laguero have been accused of sexual abuse the latter against a woman who was a minor at the time of the events since she was only 17 years old although apparently there was no rape by penetration but harassment um, that's pretty much all of the story I've oh there we go um here we go, I've got it. This is um, Natalie Sykes. Um, Ligero was my trainer for quite some time. Yeah, that's that's the one that I was on about earlier. He befriended me when I was around 17, and at the time I thought that was okay because he was my trainer and he had a lot of knowledge. I hoped he would pass on to me. He started messaging me on Snapchat, but later it was WhatsApp. He then began making sexual comments about me, which made me very uncomfortable, but I thought I had a thick enough skin to deal with it, so I would never directly confront him, but just laugh it off so he wouldn't get mad at me. I got to a point where the comments were constant. He would ask me for selfies or photos of me wearing my wrestling gear after it was just posted to me to show him what I looked like. I never sent him photos because I thought it was... Bear with me. Very weird. But when I would post on Instagram, he would tell me how pretty I was, etc. He also became rather obsessive over my private relationships with people not involved in wrestling, belittling me and bullying them and constantly highlighting how bad the relationship was and encouraging us to break up. He would also bring up my dad. My dad is not somebody I have talked about publicly, but for context, my dad has not been in my life for quite some time. Ligero thought it would be a good idea to psychoanalyze me and my relationship with my father. In the same message, he compared himself to being my father figure whilst also joking about sleeping with me. It came to a point where I was in a very bad place mentally and completely shut down and stopped training. It was a rough time for me for a variety of reasons. Ligero would message me constantly and I felt pressured to reply even when I didn't have any energy and it was draining. Especially because I would wake up to massive photo paragraphs slating me and my wrestling abilities and how bad of a person I am to then five minutes later wanting to be my friend and wanting to have a laugh. Um, I was going to comment then, but I'll actually save it to the end. When I finally went to someone I trusted privately and told them everything that was going on in the situation was sorted, that he wouldn't be able to show up at 
my the training school I decided to switch to. However, he did try to message me about it and would claim he would have stopped if I had just told him, etc. We didn't have any contact at shows or online for months until he tried to start messaging me more frequently again and tried to start a conversation over just about anything. I was so scared to speak up about this because I didn't want to lose bookings, people not believing me or siding with him. It isn't a nice feeling. During the time I was friends with Ligero, it made me such a negative person because he had such an influence on me. I hate the person I was during that year and a half. So, that's El Ligero. Seems like um, Jay is having a bit of trouble um, staying online. Uh, going in and yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Going in and out. Robot-y. Very, very robot-y. Um, I'm hoping that that all re- that's all recorded. But, um, yeah, so... Ligero. And this is what he's I'm talking to a legal team about. Um, yeah, so here's the thing, right? So he's a trainer. She's she's very much a seventeen. 17. Yeah. Um, she says she has the messages. So I can understand why he would be talking to a legal team in that case. So, we're currently experiencing really stormy weather in the UK. I don't know whether that's affecting Jay's internet. Um, I'm going to take a quick break, um, and then we're going to try and wrap this show up. Uh, Thank you very much for sticking with us. Um, We know that this has been really, really difficult. Um, Please continue to stay tuned. We we really thank you for supporting us and listening um, to what we do. We know this is, uh, we understand this is a difficult episode and totally understand if you're listening to this in the future or anything like that. If you're, uh, we, we appreciate you sitting back and listening to this um, and taking the time um, for all the people. appreciate if you've only got five minutes in, to be fair. Yeah. Because it's just a difficult situation, isn't it? It's fucking ugly, mate. It's fucking ugly. Um, what do we as wrestling fans do to contextualise this? Because, I mean, as I mentioned at the top of the show, me and you, we're not members of the industry. Um, a lot of these people who go into podcasting um, and blogging and all of those kind of things, they try and, well, they get involved um, with the industry and they make friends in the industry and all of those kind of things. Um, we've had contact with people in the industry, but we've always kind of been fans, primarily. Primarily, yeah. We haven't really tried to, you know jump on that's a really bad phrase I was going to say jump on the dicks of all these wrestlers but um, yeah <laughs> that's a really bad phrase isn't it yeah <laughs> we what I'm trying what mean, to, but... yeah what I'm trying to say is we haven't been we haven't really attempted to 
use this as a platform to get into the industry at any point um, and make friends within the industry um, but more just as kind of a it's something that we enjoy doing and it's something we enjoy talking about and we hope people enjoy listening about it um so we don't really have any ties to the industry in order to flavor our opinions on that so what do we do as wrestling fans to to make this and 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 every time i think about it i kind of think the only thing you can really do is keep having those conversations and don't give people your money who are clearly rapists Allegedly, it's it's, it's the promotion's job to protect the rest. That's that's what I'm getting. That's what I'm getting from all of this. Like the the problem. Yeah, the independent scene has for so long espoused this idea of trying to make things better for top tier talent, and you know the independent movement. David Starr, great example. Um, Unionize was his, but when you actually look at it this kind of thing just makes it look so fucking hollow are we this this whole independent wrestling revolution right all of the, what i'm what i'm getting from this and all of the progressive fake woke stuff that's been happening because that's what this is ultimately it's a bunch of blokes going around pretending they're woke and using it to get girls Ultimately, all of that social um, social progress, that, all of that progress that people are trying to create within the wrestling industry on the independent scene, is coming across as a gimmick. Has the ind- so me as a fan has the independent scene just been working me? Well, by the looks of things. Yeah, it's just as bad as everywhere else. We say allegedly a lot. Just working everyone to get laid. Yeah. It's... Which is... uh, This does... This... I could... I could understand this um, in the 70s or 80s. It wasn't right anymore, right or wrong in the 70s or 80s than it is now, but... It's still happening. It's still happening, and the way that it's looking, we're actually at a state where the independents are looking worse than the WWE. Now that was a hard task, but somehow, definitely managed it. Yeah. How? How? How the fuck is that? But it's the clear. It's the clear complete and utter ignoring of the responsibilities it's working with promoters that they know are I'm going to say the word a fucking nonces if you're from America that's a really bad word here that's like that's, it's actually worse than paedophile <laughs> because it it's like just the worst of society but yeah it's it's uh, yeah just just pure i'm just uh, yeah i'm just speechless mate i just really am and i haven't well, watched really wrestling I in <laughs> i haven't watched wrestling in well over 
two or three days now um i was i was looking forward to uh, doing my work and watching nxt and aw i probably won't even watch them now until before next week's show and that's if we are lucky enough that this is the worst of it but i mean i, I that's not to say well, i'm sat here hoping is on that list well, there are the allegations against Vince McMahon and the um, the first female referee. You're aware of this, right? The first female referee. Yeah. Which one are we talking about? The one right. Rita Chatterton. In the 80s. Yeah, she accused Vince McMahon of sexual assault in 1992. Um. So, my understanding is that um, she claimed that he made sexual advances um, on July 16th, um, 1986. He tried to force her to perform oral sex on him in his limousine, and when she refused, he raped her. Um, Rita Chatterton had a promising career ahead of her um, and seemingly disappeared um, from wrestling um, and retired in 1986. Um, I don't so. Know. I don't know. I think I might be done. <laughs> I... Just with this conversation or just pro wrestling? wrestling bail I'm thinking about it mm. and that's what this has done that's what this has done um, wrestling needs to clean up its fucking act um, we will be returning um, oh there's a spider hanging from my ceiling um, oh that's quite a surprise um we'll be returning next week um i don't know what that show will look like we have no idea yet we have no fucking idea um we had to we had to curtail our show on monday um as I have more to say this morning. Yeah. I was very angry this morning, and I just want to let know what's happening. Don't know what to say anymore. Yeah, yeah, I I really don't know what to say anymore. Um, so yeah, we so we we kind of we kind of reviewed our content recently um, and kind of looked at it, and I didn't really mention too much about it on Monday. Um, but we kind of reviewed our content and um, definitely we've both had to kind of look at um, the content that we produced previously and kind of sit there and work out where it sits. I think we'll be reviewing the content and kind of our, our stance on a few things. And that's good. That's that's what you're supposed to do. You're sp- these things happen and you review your privilege and you review your um position and on things and as as things are brought to your attention you change um and you evolve and 
it's important for the wrestling industry to do that across the entire fucking board. Um, and I think it's one of the least woke areas of entertainment. Um, I think there's this very much this prevalence within the wrestling industry to kind of say, oh, well, that's how it's always been done. Um, you know, the very fact that we could have the the Bulgarian brute Rusev as a gimmick, um, you couldn't have that in anything else. There's no other form of entertainment on the planet where you could have a heel gimmick which is entirely based on someone's nationality. You couldn't do it. Um, and there's this weird quality that wrestling has where it is both anarchic um, and and kind of like this relic. It's like forward future facing at times but it's also it's also very antiquated in its ideas um and i think we as fans need to realize that as long as we keep throwing money at it as long as we keep having all all of the terrible conversations that we have um that focus on too little on the quality of the content that we're seeing and the and the social implications of the content that we're seeing. We, that's that's what amazes me. So many people who bang the wrestling is art drum are also willing to turn around and say, "Oh, it's fine that they did the Billy and Chuck angle because it's just wrestling." And it's the same fucking people who say both. And video games had this moment about I would say about 10 years ago now it's still going through it to some degree where it had to analyze what it was producing and saying are we producing a product or are we producing art films had that moment it was the 1960s it was um, it moved it carried on going until the 1980s um, television recently went through a renaissance based on this concept you had things like the sopranos breaking bad game of thrones all of these different things where television grew up video games is growing up now wrestling is twice as old as both of those mediums and it's still a fucking teenager you can get away with things in fucking wrestling that you can't get away with in video games tv you can't and that's part of the magic of it, but we as fans need to be more discerning um, and we need to be willing to kind of not just say, oh, well, I like his wrestling, so it's fine. So I'm not, I'm purposefully not going to believe this 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 person who's out there making these claims um, or I'm going to do the his word versus hers, but as long as she doesn't improve, um, give any form of evidence, then... Um, I'm going to say it's his word and carry on watching him. And no, because ultimately this industry fails on that. It fails on the fact that people just stay quiet and hope it will go away and it will destroy this industry. And right now I don't want to lose it and I don't think there's anyone listening to this who would. Well, I think that is the sign-off. I guess so. So this has mostly been me, um, and it has. I 
I have really ranted here and I apologise to Jay for just how much I've I've been able to just natter on about this um, because I know that Jay does enjoy doing these podcasts um, and but I, I I actually feel that I've taken the bullet <laughs> because um, I know you didn't want to do this podcast um, I didn't want to do this podcast but I think I think we can only do what we can do am I right um, but I just want to thank you for being present for this discussion um, and just kind of I don't, I don't know what we've achieved but I hope we've helped someone work through some shit um, whoever they are and we've just kind of just put a message out there so uh, anything else you want to say Jay goodbye everybody <laughs> yeah I think that works. Um, thank you all for listening. Um, once again, as I mentioned at the top of the show, if you believe anyone, including yourself, are experiencing domestic abuse, please call the National um, Domestic Abuse Helpline on 0808 2000 247. Find them linked in the topic. If you're concerned about a child um, or uh, you are a child who may be suffering from abuse, please get in contact with Childline on 0800 1111. That's 0800 1111. If you identify as gay, lesbian, and bisexual or transgender which taught somebody switchboard is 0300 330 that's 0300 330 and finally suicide is the single biggest killer of men under 45 in the uk and the cause of 18 deaths every single day campaign against living miserably is a leading movement against suicide and mental health crisis especially for men um, they are available at the you can contact them between 5 and 12 every single day of the year on 0800 58 58 58 that's 0800 58 58 58 there are so many places you can get support so many incredible people who are there to help you through anything you are experiencing please check out the links in the topic for more and please do not suffer quietly there are a lot of people out there um, who want to help and support you there are more of them than there are people who will ever want to hurt you you are not alone and we hope that listening to myself and Jay talk about this today um, has helped you realise that. Um, with all that said, um, I am at not a time duke on Twitter. Jay is at I am not a robot. That is robot spelt with zeros. Um, you can always contact us in our DMs at jfabe podcast if you wish to discuss anything that has happened on the show we thank you all for listening and we hope we fucking hope that next week does not sound like this week's show so that guys stay safe <laughs>